Our season of Monster Hearts Recount deals with subject matter that some may find uncomfortable, such as underage sex and substance use, vampire age gaps, coercion, and violence. Always check the show notes for additional content warnings and feel free to check out the transcript for each episode available at therealmscast.com. Previously on Many Realms, Declan and Riri host an impromptu heated debate to win over Crystal and the drama club where Riri's rhetoric wins her the vote. Gwen gets Evan on board with her anti-vampire campaign after he finally admits what happened the night of the beach party. Anna uses her hive to spread the news of Gwen's coffee attack on Mina and even sends Iara out of town to the hospital to get the gossip. She also blackmails Declan into denouncing Gwen in his presidential speech and tries to squeeze a few more votes out of her peers before it's too late. During the speeches, Gwen destroys the newspaper room equipment in a fit of rage against the Gale dynasty. As the school day wraps up, Riri threatens Evan once more before being picked up by her vampire sire, Carmel. Hi, I'm Jesse. I play Gwen the Fay, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Jory. I play Declan the Selkie, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Eli. I play Anna the Queen, and it's good to be here. Hello, I am Jordan, and I am playing Riri the Vampire, and it is good to be here. And I'm Jillian. I'm your MC for this campaign. Today, that stands for Manager of Crises. Thank you, Jory, for that joke. Welcome to Many Realms. Thursday, October 1st, 1994. Night has fallen over the town. There's a local legend that King's Island, just off the coast of Whitfield Bay, is haunted. Some say by ghosts, some say by monsters. One version of the story is that one foggy night, a ship crashed upon the rocky shore, lured to its doom by a sea monster and a whirlpool. Another version says ghostly women were the siren song. Everyone who's lived here long enough knows the story one way or another, and what shreds of truth lie in the words we pass on to each other are usually enough to keep the locals away from King's Island when the fog rolls in. Riri, you get inside the car with Carmel, the person who turned you into a vampire. The two of you are sitting in the back seat while the driver takes you home. Carmel, of course, is a fancy woman um, looks quite young, but still very refined. I don't know, it's like hip and cool in the 90s in London, but she's all that. Uh, well, I, I can't say that I'm surprised that Carmel is there. Obviously, uh, Riri knew what day it was that she was coming, and so maybe it's just nice to get picked up by her. So I, I feel like for now that Riri just kind of chilling in the car because I think that Riri, you know, like there's a lot going on for all the PCs. There's a lot to sort out. So, uh, yeah, we're kind of in the mowing over stage right now. The proverbial calm before the storm. So she's uh, sitting in that calm right now. Carmel looks over to you and says, do you know who you're going to choose? <laughs> I, I'm deciding if I just do the British accent or not. I think uh, you should. Okay, I think that's okay. funny. But I'm not really sure. Um, the truth is, I just, I can't really decide. Well, why don't you tell me what you're thinking? And perhaps we can make a decision together. Um, well, how, how did you decide on me? What were your criteria? Okay, how did you two meet? Hmm. Yes, sepia tone, black and white, uh, cigarette holders, half black hair, half white hair. <laughs> we each get one Cruella, and you that's if that's the one you want to use, you can use it, but that's your one. Uh, okay. Jeez, that's a good question. So uh, I guess I would have been here, obviously, in the motherland. 
I feel like Riri got her mental and physical toughness from perhaps more of a life of of of, of hardship. Um, uh, she's not the luck; she's the pluck, and perhaps that's something that like resonates with Carmela because maybe she's someone that also came from like wealth, or perhaps something like she did come from wealth, but she was um, the whole bureaucracy politics that comes in with that was something that she started to not really like all the dishonesty and you know vying for power and seeing something that maybe she saw was like a distillation of that was someone who like you know faces the odds without those advantages but still managed to come out the other side she saw fit to uh, i guess in part out of pity and in part out of like thinking that if these gifts are passed on to someone else who isn't just like you know part of that uh, that royalty of sorts that maybe that would be uh, would be the uh, the best way to approach it. Okay, what year is it when you meet sixty minus like seventeen? The mid forties, <laughs> World War Two, bombing of Britain. Yeah, keep calm, carry on, and all that. <laughs> pip pip, cheerio. Yeah, chin up. Stiff up a lip. <laughs> nice. Uh, sure, I like the idea of that. Okay. I'm trying to reconcile what you just said and like my concept of vampire elitism. Sure. It's not that I don't think that's not really present. It's just perhaps it's something that was like, uh, was actually like a point of contention with the family, which I think would make Riri's choice have more stakes because it's like, it's, it also would tarnish Carmela's reputation in turn. If the person that she essentially sponsored was like, uh, like, you know, a failure and chose one that was, uh, also a failure. It feels like it needs to be a resounding excess in order for Camilla to also look good. Well, Rebecca, we in the council take things very seriously, as you know. We have a long legacy to uphold. So, whom you choose to elevate is a reflection of this family. So you have to choose very carefully. Ideally, it's not someone who will be terribly missed because you don't want a witch hunt on your hands. Forever is a long time. So, someone who you think has the um, maturity to handle such things or perhaps would be able to gain such maturity through, you know, the nurturing that we do for this family. All right, well, I suppose I'll think on it. Well, you better get to thinking because as you know, tomorrow night is the night of the ritual. Um, I guess right after speeches, so maybe at the very end of the school day, I wanna find Anna. Where do you find her? I'll go to her locker. Okay. Are you there? Yes, I am. No, no, I'm not there. <laughs> Try again. Yeah, Anna is packing up her bags, just full shoving her shit into her backpack. Hey, um, I did what you said. I did what you asked of me. Do you have it? Please? It's at my house. Okay, the two of you decide to get in Anna's car and go to her house. Gwen wants to steal back Declan's pelt. When Anna confronted Declan, I feel like she let slip that she didn't have it on her. Is that right? Last time? I don't remember if I did, but we can say that I did. Uh, and so Declan might let slip to Gwen that um, the pelt is at Anna's place. Uh, as far as like a vibe check for Gwen goes, um, she's not feeling great. Gwen feels very rejected by the school and it's starting to tip into feeling rejected by humanity. It's starting to play more into her actual monstrous self. She doesn't understand why all of these people she's tried to help have rejected her. She knows why Declan had to give a speech essentially denouncing her, but it still hurts. Um, the newspaper thing didn't work. The rowing thing didn't work. Riri's going to eat everyone. It's starting to feel like a lost cause for Gwen. And so the one thing that she still has that could be a positive impact is to help Declan out, at least her true love, 
who is desperately suffering from lack of skin. Uh, so that being said, still in her bad, bad, bad Gal Gwen Gwen outfit of a leather jacket and a hoodie and big sunglasses, she, I guess, is going to roll up to Gail Manor. Gail Manor is a waterfront property. Duh. So it's up past the bluffs at the north end of town. It's pretty secluded from everything else because that's what money buys you. Um, in terms of land here, you've got like beautiful pine forest on every side. You have deer that, you know, graze on the outskirts, perhaps, of your gated property. Yeah, just like a really beautiful natural wood exterior of this two-floor palace on the cliff. Gwen would like to find external access to Anna's room. I don't know how we want to resolve any like security or like obstacles there. She wants to go like going in the afternoon is suitable also because Anna's still at school and um, the parents would be at work, presumably because she left before the speeches even started. So she smashed up the newspaper room and she kind of is on her Gwen Bender or Gwender. So she just went straight over to the house. So I was originally going to propose that you run into like a guard or something, but I think it would be interesting if Gwen ran into one of Anna's family members who are not very nice. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say you run into her. Um, he's grouchy and sick. He's homesick right now. You run into her dad. So Gwen sees Anna's dad at the front step picking up the newspaper and she runs up and she's like, oh, hi, Mr. Gale. Gwen, he looks you up and down disprovingly. Uh, I don't think you look like you come from money. He's right. Well clocked. You or, know? or do you come from so much money that you don't even care? Because that also happens. I'm wearing the $2,000 uh, like Gucci. It looks like the Ikea bag. And you are? Oh, hey, I'm, I'm Gwen. Uh, I'm in Anna's biology class. Um, I just came by to pick something up. We we need it for class and um, Anna's busy because she has to give her speech today for the election. So I thought I would just uh, come by and grab it. It's for our project. It's just up in a room. Is, is that okay? I'm sorry. I don't mean to intrude. And a friend of my daughter isn't helping her, supporting her, giving her speech? Well, I thought I would support her by getting the biology project. <laughs> I want rules. Do I keep my cool? Yeah, I think... I think so. I shouldn't have actually pitched that because we know I have notoriously bad cool. We should get you like a CPU fan or something. Seriously. Yeah, what are you afraid of? Uh, This very rich man like vaporizing me and me not being <laughs> able to get Declan's skin. Okay. I should call it a pelt, sorry. <laughs> Skin's fun though. Skin is fun. If you fail this role, he's going to drop you in the, like, Scrooge McDuck chamber. Do you know Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so fuck it. Oh, yes! That's two sixes. Even with my minus one, that's an 11. Get fucked, Anna's dad. <laughs> Finally, I succeeded on a cold roll. Holy shit. Good job. He takes a moment and he thinks about how distracted his daughter has become with band and other bullshit, then says, well, if it's for homework, so be it. Make it quick. Good grades, good schools, all that. I dash inside the house and up the stairs. What's a... Uh I think we've had a bit of a description before, but what's the recap on what Anna's room is like? Yeah, not a lot of feeling and personality to it. it it's like regal with gold-colored sheets. It looks like it's been curated by someone who's not Anna and portrays none of her personality. Uh, is the pelt here? It is, and I canonically thought of a place that it is, so start looking. Okay, I shut the door behind me. I start with under the bed? No. Wardrobe. No. Uh, vanity table drawers. I don't know how big this is. I think it's pretty big. Like, it takes up everybody's entire bag when they carry it around, right? Okay, then I'm looking for purses. I'm looking for, like, garbage can. I'm looking for, oh, gosh, um, 
there haven't been that many objects announced in this room bathroom in the bathroom into the toilet tank i'll tell you it's not in the bathroom <laughs> so there is no desk there is a vanity that looks like it's pretty Why small is this becoming an escape room? <laughs> do you want to just roll for it no it's good i like it a lot i want to see it discuss i love escape rooms there's a vanity with pretty small drawers like at first glance you're like unless she was really clever it's not in this vanity there is a chest at the foot of the bed. It maybe seems a bit obvious. It's a huge one. And then there's the bed, which has a canopy over it that's really, really heavy that goes over the four posts with the, what's it called? The with four like the poster. four posters, yeah, 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 with the fabric totally. going over top. And then there's the wardrobe that's pretty straightforward. It's literally just the one section with hangers and her clothes hung up. Okay. And then I there's mean- a sealskin rug. <laughs> And then there's a taxidermy seal on the wall that everyone in Whitfield Bay has one of. Um, I'm going to check inside the pillowcases, and failing that, I'm going to check on top of the canopy on the upper side. Ding, ding, ding. It's on top of the canopy. Yeah, she thinks she's so clever. <laughs> I grab this pelt. I I take a big whiff. Ugh. <laughs> Smells salty. Smells like my boy. I was going to have to think about doing a daring escape, but um, do it. Is it like a reasonable, like, do I worry about Anna and Declan coming home? Like how much time has elapsed? Um, I think it'd be fun to make you roll again as they get home, just for the sake of rolling, for the sake of drama, for the sake of episode seven. So I'm reaching for the door. I'm about to be like, great, thanks. And then I hear the door click in Anna's voice. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm gonna roll run away, presumably. Please roll with volatile. We cut back to Anna and Declan. Um, you wanted to have this talk in the car. I think at least at the beginning of this ride, I mean, maybe Declan's chatty, but Anna is not. Whatever, I already came on to you once and you didn't call me, so... I don't have a phone. (laughs) I don't know that. After probably, like, a few minutes of awkward silence in the car, fidgeting and, like, trying not to look in your direction, I think Declan will ask, Why do you want this anyway? It doesn't seem like you're the type to actually really want to be, like, president. I mean, I could tell you some fucking sob story about how my mom and my dad and my fucking sister and my fucking uncle were all the president of the school of this one horse town, but I don't know what to tell you. I, it just makes sense. Sorry, Declan. It just seems like the natural order of things to me. That makes it sound like you don't want to be president. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to be president. Maybe I never even really stopped to think about it. Um, there's really no point in me questioning it because sometimes when you come from what is considered by people to be an important family or when you are born considered to be an important person who's meant to do great things, they, you know, your life is not your own. You have, people are going to tell you to do things and I think it's selfish if you just say you only want to do what you want to do, you know? I'm representing my family. I'm representing, I'm representing Whitfield. And I feel like that pressure has been on me forever. Um, so I don't really know what to tell you. Why, why do you care even? I was just wondering, sounds like bullshit. I'm sorry you have to deal with that. Thank you. I... I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't have a better answer for you, I guess, now that I think about it. Nobody has actually ever asked me if I wanted to be doing the things that I am doing. Nobody has ever even really given me the options. So, um, I guess I've never thought of them as options. But, guess I appreciate you asking. Um, I think Declan is going to sit with that answer for another moment before saying, Gwen has been saying that, you know, you're Riri, that she's dangerous. You know, I think Anna is a little like, I'm not going to assume you think she's a vampire. I'm going to assume that you think she's been bullying you. So Anna's going to say, 
If Riri's been giving you a hard time and that's what this is about, I can just tell her to lay off. It's not a big deal. She did, I think, threaten me once, but I don't know. I just maybe be careful. I seems like you might win this thing and I don't think it'd be good if she has too much power. Look, Declan, you're being real sweet. And I promise I am a big girl who can take care of herself. So unless you're telling me she, I don't know, literally cut you in half and I just didn't notice, like, you gotta give me something more than she threatened me a little. I'm pretty sure I threatened you a little. I'm not worried about you taking care of yourself. I'm worried about you taking care of the school. Fair enough. I'll uh, be sure to keep an eye on her. Is that a good place to pull up to the house? I think so. Okay, they're walking up and I think they're actually like maybe joking and making nice small talk. Like maybe Anna and Declan are kind of like patching it up a little. Yeah. Another moment of in another life, maybe we could have been real friends. And uh, maybe you hear the key in the lock. I don't know. Do you? When you open Anna's bedroom door, you see... Gwen stuffing the pelt into her backpack because she fucking failed the roll hard. <laughs> Good. Did you hear us like laughing and joking? Do you have any feelings about that? Possibly. It might be slightly overridden by being caught fully red-handed stealing. Deck, what are you doing here? I, to get my pelt. Well, I have good news. Should have fucking seen this one coming. Yeah, sorry people took back the stuff you stole. It's a real gas, yeah. He's here to get it back right now. Oh my god. After you blackmailed him with it, are you really looking for the high ground here, ma'am? I'm not looking for the high ground, but you definitely can't be looking down at me from someone who's breaking into my fucking house. I'm looking for the door out, I think, actually. Go ahead and fucking leave, bitch. Declan, I... Let's go. I'll, I'll take your hand and uh, see ya, Anna. You're, oh, wait, oh, God. Okay. Anna, how do you feel right now? Really sad. On the way out, she's like, you're lucky I don't fucking call the cops, dumbass. Yeah, maybe you can tell them a funny fucking story about how you broke my arm, cunt. Ooh. (laughs) I think Anna's having a sad time. And she really wants the last word, but it's not going to be a good one. And she stutters out a, you're a fucking cunt and slams the door, her bedroom, and just sits there and cries. And Anna's definitely not a crier. Anna thinks crying is for little pussy bitches. (laughs) But I'm crying hard now. Cause for the first time, someone asked me how I'm feeling and I was like, maybe I'm actually not feeling good ever. And then I came home and maybe had a friend and was having like vaguely a good time and I just remembered that, like, well, he's dating this girl that fucking hates my guts, so I guess I don't have a friend in Declan, and I actually maybe don't have any friends. So, the rest of the night is Anna crying into her fucking gold sheets. I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. I'm not okay, dot MP3. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, I do think the friends that you kind of have are Riri, who's got a lot of her own stuff going on, but also Harmony. So I'm interested to see, like, who you would turn to and, like, what they might say. Yeah, I think I would consider probably, like, Yara and Jake and Harmony to be real friends, maybe. I don't know. But sometimes, I guess not the hive mind, because, like, how can we really be friends if we're not equals? And Riri's always got her own shit going on. So even though I like her and trust her, it's not like I can, like, lean on her all the time. I think, Anna, you do get a phone call that evening um, from Iara. Okay. Uh, Anna's like, if I'm going to talk to another person, I got to put on my big girl pants and not sound like I was crying, which she's pretty good at. What's up, Yara? Um, like, maybe you're not going to believe this, um, but when I got back into town to, like, print the stuff that you wanted me to... Um, our entire printing lab has been totally trashed. Like, everything is broken. I'm not even kidding. Uh, what the fuck? 
okay, um, not the thing I wanted to hear, but who, how, how did this happen? Was anybody around to see this? I don't know. I got back at like the end of the day. There was no one in the school and everything was just fucking broken. So. Is it fair for me to assume it was Gwen? I think so. I think so. You, you, we know the like assumed fact is that everyone was at the rally and you know one person who definitely would not have been there. Right. Well, I guess that's another reason for us to hate this vile fucking insect of a stupid bitch named Gwen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, what do you want to do? Um, I guess hold off on printing just... Classic word of mouth, I'm going to work on getting all that shit replaced first, I guess, because I'm really fucking sorry that she's such a fucking asshole. She has but... to, like, pay for this, and I don't mean with money. Oh, trust, girl. I fucking agree. I'm ready to eat her alive. Not your playbook, but maybe soon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think as Gwen and Declan are leaving Gale Manor and I guess heading back to the cave where Gwen is sort of imposing herself lately, um, Gwen is just like livid from that exchange with Anna. And as you're walking down the path towards the beach, she is just like nonstop like, I can't believe her. She is a sick and twisted individual. She is exactly what's wrong with humanity, Declan. Everything I've told you about all of the fucked up shit at Whitfield Bay High and in the entire town properly can be traced back to her and her idiotic, domineering, slobbering lineage. And I think the whole world would be better if that entire house was washed into the fucking sea. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Yeah. Declan, glassy-eyed, letting yeah, you babe, yeah, babe. get through that. I think um. even <laughs> I think even as she goes, you are getting glimpses of the Fae, mm. of a certain like steeliness there, of an otherworldliness, and I think I don't know exactly what I want the the symptoms to be. Maybe she starts slipping into really like measured kind of like honeyed mellifluous speech or maybe you see her eyes blacken or like mysteriously darken at points or there's like wind picking up at her clothes and hair where there is no wind around but there's like a certain there's a a strong vibe uh very very present and tangible when Gwen is uh going off on this tirade I think when we get closer to my cave like we're somewhere on the beach I want to stop and put my arms on your shoulders and say Gwen please Take a breath. She just looks at you silently. Smoke is coming out of her nostrils. We have done all we can. I I warned Anna about Riri. I don't know how much she knows, but tomorrow's another day. We'll have to, I don't know, figure something out. But... Right now, there's nothing we can do. There's one thing you can do. What's that? I I pull the pelt out of my backpack. I say, Declan, is there anything here in Whitfield Bay for you? I hope so. I hope so too. But if you're wrong, you should do what you need to do. I hand you the pelt. How does Declan feel about Gwen, like, breaking into Anna's house to steal this back on his behalf? Um, he's let a lot slip with Gwen. She put a girl in the hospital yesterday, like. This one's almost completely justified. Yeah. Like, even to me, to Jesse, <laughs> like, <laughs> she stole something, so I went and got it back. He's more, I think pretty upset about the hey you should just jump into the ocean and never return that's kind of that feels bad maybe wordlessly i'll like put on the pelt i don't know what that transition would be it's just like a crossfade where declan's there and crossfades (laughs) and there's a seal there it would be much like the short-lived animorphs tv show (laughs) 
Um, and I want to go for a swim. Yeah, I mean, if you transform into a seal, that will definitely shut me up. Um, mm-hmm. And I would, if you're just making your arfing straight down the beach. Yeah. Arf, arf. Gwen will follow you into the surf, splashing against her combat boots and watches you like dive and dance in the waves. I think she can see how happy you are to like swim in your body. Like I think that is probably like a a moment of celebration for you. But of course she also feels very distant from you because she can't do that. I would like to take this moment to maybe gaze into the abyss. Okay, what do you want to know? Um, I want to know if I should go home. If, like, things are too grim up on the surface and, like, I won't get what I want here. What do you want? Human connection and community. Okay. Roll with dark. That's a six. As you're swimming, you just, like, hear the bubbles around you. And it's a very pleasant sound, and it's a very soothing sound. And then it devolves into screams. And not the usual screams of the ocean waves that I so often bring into these visions, but human screams. You see, I think, um, flashes of, of vampire fangs, of blood, of fire. Nothing makes any sense. You can't tell who's there, what's happening but you just know everything is bad. All right, I will, after a long, a relatively long time, come back to land and become human again. And I think I want to tell Gwen that I would maybe rather be alone tonight. She clutches her uh, arm and she looks at you. She seems crestfallen, she says, Yeah. Okay. If that's what you want. And she turns and stomps off through the surf. It's Friday, October 2nd, 1994. Tonight, a full moon will rise over the Pacific Ocean. But first, the morning sun. We head to the school on the day of the election. Riri and Anna are confident that they can win. Declan shows up alone, knowing he tried his best to win the people over. Gwen stays home because of the laundry list of crimes she has committed. If you had any last-minute things that you wanted to do to threaten, coerce, or flirt your way into votes, uh, now is the time. Yeah, so I think I want to go talk to Evan after rowing practice. Um, I think it's, like, pretty easy because everybody sort of immediately scatters, unlike before, where maybe we would, like, hang out for a while and chat, maybe, like, get a quick coffee before class starts, but in this case... Uh, everybody's pretty quiet and it's, I think, pretty easy to get Evan and pull him aside um, and just give him a, hey, and kind of uh, broach conversation or, or test the waters. He looks very on edge. I think he even jumps when you say, hey. I'm uh, sorry that this week has been really weird for you and bad. I guess weird isn't a good way to put it, but... You know, I guess I could have been being a better friend, so I know I've been really pushy with you and everything, and maybe you don't like it, but I'm just trying to, I don't know, get shit done and, like, take care of my friends and stuff. Why are are you so upset about something that happened to me? Look, Evan, I care about you as a friend, so if something bad happened to you, especially from somebody else who is also my friend... You know, like, it's important for me, and I think it's my business, too. Well, maybe you can tell me if there's something written on my forehead that says, pressure me, because you're not the only one. <laughs> I feel like everybody this week has my number, and I I just can't catch a fucking break. I get it. I'm sorry it's been happening to you. Yeah, I want you to talk to Riri. 
I can't believe you're friends with someone like that. You want to talk about manipulation? Talk to her. She's the one pulling the strings and I think has been this entire time. And she has threatened me. She has threatened my life. Like, you, I, I'm, I'm frankly worried about you. Okay, okay, I get it. I mean, I know Riri can be a bit weirder off, but I'm, it doesn't matter. Let me... Look, at the end of the day, like, I want everyone to be okay at the very least, particularly my friends. So, you know, whether she's doing this stuff or not, let me talk to her, whatever it is, and tell her to just lay off, okay? Is is talking to her even enough? Can, can, you, can you even control her the way you seem to control this entire school? Like, I think she's literally gonna kill me. Okay, I don't know if talking is enough talking it through with her whatever or just like settling it you know through conversation but i'll figure it out i don't know if i have to talk to her or do something else or whatever or make a deal but i'm not gonna let her hurt you anymore okay i promise that i promise i will protect you and let you be okay and let you be happy again evan please this better not be an empty politician's promise i'm trying Anna, you wrap up with Evan as, speak of the devil, Riri stalks over to the lockers where you two were chatting. Evan gives you one final expectant look with his golden retriever eyes as if to say, here's your chance to make it right. And he heads off to class. How's it going? Well, quite well, clearly. It looks like we're uh, in a wonderful spot. (laughs) does kind of look like we have it in the bag. Yeah, so uh, t- the, the honor of having Miss School President talk to me, I, I feel so, so fortunate. Hey, I couldn't have done it without you, obviously. Mm. Um, can I actually talk to you for a second? Of course. And Anna will like pat the ground in front of your locker so that you take a seat and I assume you take a seat. Yeah, yeah, you did invite me, and so now I'm actually allowed to take a seat. Okay. Because I'm a vampire. Okay, it's yeah, the I war. Um. Riri, you know, it's awkward because we talked about this before and usually I'm very like, whatever, say la vie, live and let live. Do whatever the fuck you want. It's not my business. Yeah, classic you. But I have noticed that Evan has been feeling really uncomfortable lately and I tried to talk to him about it and basically he was like, he, I don't know, he seems like he is kind of scared of you. Like, I don't know. Can you just, for me, like, it, I don't care who else you are entwined with, but f- just for me, can you uh, leave Evan alone? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I'm curious to know what it is that's got him feeling that way. I, I honestly can't recall why he would, why he would be feeling, uh, I, I feel awful. I, I, I mean, I'd like if you could, talk to him for me and 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 see if we can work something out or 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 figure out what's going on but but i'll i'll until then i'll I'll leave him alone of course okay yeah thanks i appreciate that i mean i don't know if i want to bug him about it and you know it's your guys's business and i'm not trying to meddle like so much like i'm not like your moms or whatever but i just you know want to make sure everything is cool with everybody that i'm friends with um so i appreciate you I don't know, like agreeing. Um, anyway, I'm glad that that's done. And I, Eli, want to gaze into the abyss and see if Riri actually means that she's going to leave Evan alone or if this is a big wow. lie. Oh, okay. Um, and that's a big fail. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... Maybe it's interesting, Riri, to like offer you a hypnotize role off this failure. Don't worry about the strings. All I said was don't kill my friend, which is fair, but anyway. Oh, Booyakasha. Okay. Hypnotized. Okay. On a 10 and up, they do exactly what you wish and have no idea anything is wrong. Uh, I, I, I want to I want to just hypnotize Anna to, to fully and completely believe that you know nothing is wrong 
that that you know Evans overreacting and that that you know basically get rid of any seeds of suspicion that Anna has of me while under this hypnosis. Okay. Well, the way I played it out like a couple of seconds ago, I think is pretty believing you already. So let's keep that canon. Yeah, but I want to like wipe. Well, not like, like yeah, I guess kind of like wipe your memory almost. Yeah, yeah. Like what I said before is canon. It's just now I actually believe what I said is what right. I'm saying. So, yes. you know, Anna's like, okay, I'm so glad we could get that out of the way. And like, thank you for being cool about it. And she just kind of drops it. And it's like, wow, I'm so relieved that I told Riri to leave Evan alone. And she said yes. And now, uh, ironically, perhaps I am going to go fucking kill Evan. Because he's a little snitch. He snitched to everyone. And I told him directly he snitched when I told him specifically not to snitch and that I would kill him. And for some reason, he he sees fit to test that. So we're going to see what happens. That's fucked up. You're fucked up. Is there any... Do you take any action also as far as like choosing your hyper thrall at school? Or is that like all just after? I think... uh, because choosing one of the NPCs, I think, is not really exactly that interesting. Uh, you know, Leonard is my, my guy and all that, and I think he'd be a wonderful candidate. Um, I think that if we keep it within the party, it's going to make it so that we, you know, this, the stakes seem higher um, rather than, you know, rescuing any given NPC just doesn't really have the same um, intensity that it would be if, if it's one of us. And I, I think I, 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 out of any of them, I'd go with Declan. Uh, and the reason I, I, I think Declan is the best choice is that Declan uh, kind of has some of the same thoughts as Riri, it seems, in that Declan both doesn't understand and sees the the weaknesses of, of humanity at large and has been slighted by them uh, a, a couple of times and is, is, is clearly feeling... Um, that he wants to distance himself from that in a way that Riri can relate to and therefore would make sense for um, for him to be brought into the vampire fold. Throughout first and second period, there's a very orderly progression of classes making their way to the gymnasium and casting their votes. And then over the course of the day, the staff will count the votes and announce the winner at the end of the day. And that's the interesting part. And that's the part where we should go to now, unless anybody else had something. Not really. I do want to um, ask, you should tell us and the audience, like, broadly, how the factions voted and if there's any, like, interesting outliers or anything like that, because I do want to know that. Kind of like the the scorecard of how everything we did panned out. So I think it's actually a little closer than I originally thought. Plus, you're not considering Mina's mail-in ballot. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> No, it's it's like 6 to 4. Mina and Leonard do not have votes that are counted. Wait, why doesn't Leonard have a vote? Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about politics. Oh, he's literally abstaining? Yeah. I cut Leonard's starting to rub me the wrong way. He's a little bitch. <laughs> Sorry, no one catered and like rubbed my feet and like begged me for my vote hard enough. Like, get stuffed. <laughs> um, yeah, people who did vote for Declan include Evan from the rowing team um, and his boyfriend David from band. Declan, you got the gay vote. Yay. You did. And that way I really won. um elizabeth of course voted for you jacqueline despite anna's attempts to poison that uh connection i still think she believes in you and doesn't believe in bullies um and i think probably you asking evan uh, gwen to talk to um rowing at least swayed uh kennedy in her breakup with Jake or whatever is going on there to vote for you as well. Um, But on the winning team, we have Jake and Iara from The Hive, of course. You won Harmony Over, actually is also part of your hive mind. And so by extension, you also have Harmony's twin Jeremy voting for you. Riri was able to sway Crystal from Drama. And Anna also swayed Rusty's vote at the end of Thursday. And as the day comes to a close, the principal pops onto the PA system and gives the announcement. She says, 
Attention all students at Whitfield Bay High, it is my pleasure to announce your brand new student council president for the year 1994-1995. Miss Anna Gale will be your brand new president. Oh my god, I'm the president? That's so crazy. Boo, hiss. As uh, her win is being announced, Anna flicks her switch back onto super sweet, super excited princess. She's got that uh, infectious incitement, excitement that people love. It's so cloying. Um, and the thing about Anna is that like when she gets what she wants, she doesn't throw you away. She's like so extra pleasant and lovely and her honeyed words, she, she like really follows through. It's like her uh, reward for you being good and obedient and loving her, you know? So um, she's super happy and she is gonna do her very best to make the school better, largely for her selfish reasons, but she is gonna try and she, her speech is, Whitfield Bay High, thank you so much. Oh my goodness. I am so excited for the experiences we are going to create together. I really sincerely am going to dedicate myself to making sure that your guys' high school experience is just like so unforgettable, so amazing, and just like making so many good memories for all of us. I'm so excited. I hope you're excited. Thank you guys so much. Your loyal followers, of course, are fawning over you. Oh yeah, and I am definitely, definitely ready for Kennedy, etc., especially Kennedy, to start like crawling back and sucking up and I'll let them back in, but I'm definitely gonna be like, hey Kennedy, get ready to lick my boot. That did sound like boob over the phone. It sounded like boob over it the call like too. It sounded like boob over the call, baby. <laughs> sounded like lick my boob. Maybe I did say boob, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll table sex cult negotiations for now because the election is over and there's a hungry vampire on the loose and it's murder time. Okay, Riri, talk to me. Here's the thing about Evan is I, I told him what was going to happen. I told him countless times and he keeps just running his mouth. And so it just seems now that he was already like a liability. But now... It's like he with with my vampire family coming, it's like something that could really topple us over if this keeps getting out so easily. And he's obviously the like patient zero of it all. So my plan is uh, because, you know, I can see uh, I'll be as easy enough to find Evan as he leaves. Um, and then when he leaves, I'm just going to follow kind of you know, a, a safe distance as he as he walks home. And if there's anywhere that he, you know, takes a beaten path or somewhere that's just a little bit less uh, visible, um, I'm, I'm going to try and come up and hypnotize him and, and probably lure him into, into the woods and, uh, you know, uh, claw and bite him to uh, death. Trap card. <laughs> okay. I, I, I invoke trap card. Because Gwen has no stake in this election anymore, because she also doesn't feel particularly close to Declan right now, she has nothing to do and nowhere to go. And her only last kind of remaining obstacle is even if she thinks that the humans at Whitfield Bay High are maybe irredeemable, that doesn't necessarily mean she wants to turn them over into uh, Riri's blood bags. So she uh, stole her dad's car uh this afternoon because she literally was not in school had nowhere else to be and she is circling the school waiting for riri to leave so she can follow her i also want to be following riri although by foot Good. and then i want to <laughs> be following declan <laughs> okay 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 here's what's happening evan very skittishly runs to his locker to try and grab his things as quickly as possible because his locker is the last place he wants to be. He's like, I might die, but is it? I don't want to die without my granola bar. <laughs> Needs one more noli for the road, yeah. Riri, if you are stalking your prey through the hallways, you watch him check uh, over his shoulders. He is, you know, tiptoeing to his locker. He's, he's doing everything he can to get out of there as fast as possible and he makes his way down to the marina i think the the evan zone in this podcast is the picnic table by the docks 
And I think that's just like where he always hangs out and where he likes being alone. And of course, as you stalk your prey, we have Gwen in the school parking lot ready to slam the gas. And we have Declan somewhere ready to follow as well. If I saw Declan following uh, Riri, I would like screech in front of him and throw open the passenger door of the car. Yeah, I guess so. I will get into the car. Yeah, I th- so I think I'm just going to sneak up to Evan. I mean, it'd be pretty easy to get him while he's in his lowly bar. Uh, I, I, I'm going to tell him that, Evan, you shouldn't have done this. And try to hypnotize him. Okay, roll with hot. I'm rolling with hot. Uh, pretty sure that I, I get him. Uh, He's yeah, gay. So, he can't. It, it won't work. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I uh, I got him. No! I got him, and he's he's in my hypnotized grasp, uh, and I'm going to start to try and get him away from the area. I'd like to give him the condition that like after a certain amount of time, just so that it's not suspicious that he has to like wander away into the woods on his own. That's not what a condition is um, in this game, but your hypnotic power does allow you to command. And also, what are the people following? Yeah, I mean, if we're uh, following you, following Evan. Uh, then, and we're in a car, then I guess probably once you like meet him and start talking to him, maybe once you have um, gotten him all hypnoed, uh, you see Gwen's car roll up kind of like crunchily end up on, I guess, this like public park field and uh, the door bursts open and she and Declan emerge. I think Gwen took a, um, a planter stick from her uh, family's vegetable garden that like still has dirt on the end that's like kind of sharp and she moves towards you and Evan and she says you get away from him now uh, everything's alright uh, I, I don't see what this has to do with you and uh, because I have Evan hypnotized I'll tell him to try and like diffuse the situation and, and convince um, Gwen and Declan that like he's totally fine and that everything's fine and they should go away yeah, you can, you can give him whatever command you want. So yeah, he'll he'll step in front of me and kind of like maybe put his arms up trying to to keep you away. Okay. Like to physically block me or to lie to me? Uh, yeah, uh, Evan will do whatever is needed, uh, whether it needs to be physical or if, if talking you out of it doesn't work, then he would physically get between us. Evan, Evan puts his hands up and just goes, whoa, whoa, Gwen, hey, uh, don't don't worry about it. Riri and I are, are cool. Evan, you don't know what you're saying. You need to get in the car right now. Where's the cross I gave you? Uh, I you I don't I don't need I don't need to get in your car, <laughs> Glenn. Don't I like I said. Don't worry about it. Declan, don't look into her eyes. Beautiful as they are. Is is that how she's doing? Is that how she? Is that how it works? I'm I'm pretty sure. That's Evan told me that she made him feel confused and disoriented. Evan, do you remember we were at this bench yesterday? You told me how she made you feel. You told her you were afraid she was going to hurt you. Yeah, but it, it's okay now. We we talked. Everything's good. I look over at Riri and I say, you need to leave. Uh, I think that Riri realizing the situation is quickly turning away from being in her favor, but still having Evan, through hypnosis, kind of able to keep uh, Gwen and Declan at bay. Riri will just you know, scurry away we'll, 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 while Evan is otherwise preoccupied and obviously they're concerned with his health and well-being. Uh, she'll take that as, as her opportunity to, to flee the situation. She leave? Uh, yes, I, I leave. Does Evan go normo? I, I think after Evan um, has fulfilled the command, like, that's it, it's over. I guess I look over at Declan and I'm like, this is what she can do to anyone, whoever she wants. I don't know how we're going to stop her. At least we can, Evan should maybe stay with us. Evan, I, I don't know if it's safe for you to go home tonight. What, what should I do? If you, if you could come back with us, we can at least stick with you in case she comes after you again. Okay, I'm... I'm kind of confused. Um, he doesn't remember being hypnotized by Riri just now, but he does remember the first time he got hypnotized. So we tell him he was hypnotized. 
so he should trust us. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's just kind of like, huh? <laughs> Coming out of this hypnosis. I guess then we walk him to the car and I will drive you guys to the cave. Okay, great. The three of you seek refuge in Declan's cave and Riri sulks her way home, having lost her prey to Buffy Summers, as played by Gwen McCutcheon. Riri, please tell us about where you live. Uh, Riri's house is is something of uh, a, a fossil of a home. It is a, a Gothic-era stone mansion um, that, though it's been, you know, kept up well, it's not, you know, covered in cobwebs or anything. It's certainly like a relic of the past that now has some interspersed more like modern, well, you know, 1994 uh, tech and wardrobe and everything kind of sparsed out throughout it. But the interesting thing about that is that certain like rooms, more so that Riri lives in, like her bedroom, for example, will look much more modern. And then like the dining room would be basically unchanged since it's uh, the entire mansion's inception. Uh, so it's uh, it's an interesting jaunt through Riri's home. Okay. You join Carmel and her partner Beatrice for tea. Beatrice is, she has like an important position on the Vampire Council, and she's here to oversee the ritual. Uh, well, Mother, uh, I've selected my candidate, and I think that he is a lovely and, and, and perfect candidate for us, but he's being protected by some of his friends, and I fear that I, I won't be able to access him in time. I I think I need some help. Well, do tell us the problem, darling. Yes, he lives in a cave on the beach where he gets away. I'm sorry, did you say he lives in a cave? Um, yes, uh, he is a bit odd, but... He, he does indeed live in a cave. And and he's not already a vampire? No, he, he he's not already a vampire, though he is something, something else. I'm not entirely sure, but that's why I, I, I think that he's a lovely choice. He's, he's a kindred spirit, but those that are protecting him, they're not ordinary people either. I, I really need your help. Well, I'm sorry. Also, did you say that you are worried about... A bunch of little high school mortals. They're not all mortals, okay? They're, they're much more than that, and I can't handle them alone. Riri, you're a vampire. You have supernatural powers. Yes, I'm well aware. You are I, a higher being. I'm aware that I'm a higher being, but I... It's not enough. Please, I, I need your help. She shoots... Beatrice a look and uh, they both just kind of smile knowingly and Carmel looks back at you and says we never would have imagined that sending you here would make you so soft Beatrice speaks and she says Rebecca this ritual is for you we cannot uh, do these things for you so if you would like to ascend remember you are the chosen one here all these preparations have been waiting almost 50 years this responsibility is yours so you need to figure it out if there is something that you need from the two of us then you name it. But this is your choice. This is your ritual. And if you cannot succeed, then we will find someone else. Yes, I know it is my ritual and I intend for it to be so. I just need you as backup. I just need more numbers so that we can go to the cave and we can extract Declan. Once that's done, I am more than prepared to do everything else by myself. 
so please, let's go before it's too late. Okay, great. We pan away from spooky gothic mansion as the three vampires conspire to get Declan alone. So that was the second last episode of Recount. We just have the finale to go. Anna Gale is your student council president and Riri is a threat. Capital T. If you want our behind the scenes secrets, join our Patreon. It's like a secret club where we send you bonus content for every episode, like outtakes, GM notes, and even exclusive episodes that will never be on our public feed. Your money goes towards keeping the show hosted and transcribed. Please help us pay for a transcriber. Access work is very important to us and it takes many hours to do, just like editing and social media. Please keep tweeting us your fan art, puns, and general excitement about the show. It always lifts our spirits to see your name in our notifications. Finale in two weeks, TTYL. BYOS, bring your own steak. Take care.